Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And I'm Phil Thompson. Good to be with you today. We're a tech company that um, helps churches, helps ministries. Uh, we help them with technology as well as uh, enabling volunteers and pastors because we have lots of ministry experience and we're here to serve the church, right? We are. So our uh, guest today is somebody that has been on the internet uh, since the 1980s, before there was an internet, uh, he also helped start a company back in 2001 who uh, helped serve churches with uh, website templates and uh, kind of, I guess you'd call it social media tools before Facebook or even before MySpace. The uh, company eventually uh, moved into streaming video and mobile apps, and he has a uh, lot of experience in the aerospace industry. He's a degreed engineer. Can you guess who we're talking to? Talking <laughs> no, about today? who are we talking to today? It's you. Uh-huh. We're talking. We're going to interview Steve Lacey today, who's the president, founder, and CEO of JSL Solutions. And of course, we do streaming video, streamingchurch.tv, and the mobile apps, as I just mentioned, churchapplive.com, and the, the mothership, myflock.com. That's right. So I don't think we've ever, have we ever interviewed you? We've been doing this for years, but I don't know if we ever really have. I've been on this podcast before, I think. But, well, you've been on the podcast every (laughs) week, but I I thought it would be good for people to learn a little more about you. We may have done this a long time ago, but I mean, we're talking years ago, but I thought it would be good uh, for a lot of different reasons for people to learn a little more about you and how, how this uh, company started. In a lot of ways, it's like a ministry. So... Uh, I made the comment about you being involved on the internet in the 1980s. Can you can you uh, clarify that a little bit for yes. us? Yes, as you mentioned, I was in the aerospace business and working for defense contractors. And those that are really nerdy, I guess, like me, know that the internet started uh, as an ARPA net with some bunch of and they grew to work with some defense contractors mainly, okay. defense contractors in universities, and so. I was actually to think about it today. Um, that what 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 I was doing was um, we were having uh, 3D models printed. Back I mean, that's another thing that's really cool now is right. the 3D printing. But we had the technology to um, do 3D printing. We had it was a stereolithography technology back then. Okay, and that's this is the 1980s. This is early 1990s or when was it? Um, when you talk about it 3D. would be it'd be probably late 80s, maybe early 90s. 3D I, printing, yes. Okay. 3D printing, so right. yeah, 3D printing that you can buy for what a thousand bucks or so right. and mm-hmm. stick on your table. Back then, probably yeah. cost quarter million dollars. Wow. Um, something like that. So you know, people didn't have them in their homes, but right. the uh, aerospace company could pony up and. And buy them because they needed them for mock-ups or right. um, that sort of thing. Yeah. And wow. so it's actually early days of the CAD CAM systems. Okay. Computer-aided design, computer-aided mm-hmm. manufacturing. Right. So I had done a bunch of, I was very involved with the CAD CAM systems and had some designs and needed some uh, parts made. So 
I was, uh, they were like, whoa, how do we get these CAD files from here to this facility? Um, it was actually just probably less than 100 miles away. And they said, oh, we'll use the Internet. And I'm like, how do we do that? And so, <laughs> What is the Internet? Yeah, okay. what is the Internet? Right. Actually, yes, we were FTPing. Um, Did you guys we, refer to it as the Internet? Back then, no, called it something else, right? No, back early on, um, I may, I can't remember the. There were no browsers. There was, I guess, it was called the internet, but there were no browsers. There was what was called Archie was a a a way to kind of make your way around on the internet, um, which was a text based thing where you could do some things. So anyway, that's my claim to fame. We were sending, um, you know, I think about it now. We would never do this now right. I don't think is, is the transmit Russian, the Russians might get a hold of it defense <laughs> uh, design material from yeah. one location to another over you know, yeah. the internet yeah so wow. without a very I'm sure it was a very I'm sure it was secure so. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> alright so so you, that's kind of how you got your start as a degree engineer and doing all that stuff so let's fast forward a little bit um you know, I don't know, let's say, what is it, the year 2000 or something, and you're working with this church in Tucson, Arizona. I mean, tell me the story of how MyFlock.com. So MyFlock got started with just coming to church, being in a just a crowd of people that you saw every week. Right. And so, you know, you'd see them in the week, and then you wouldn't see them until the next week, and you see right. them this week. And you find, you, you know, I just came to the realization, you came to the realization, I really don't know anything about you know, other than the people that were my close friends, yeah. I knew nothing about no one, you know, the other people in the church. And I said, wouldn't it be cool if it was really easy well, and this, by this time, the, you know, the, the web is out there. The, yeah. we were all on AOL or, or whatever. Yeah. You've got mail. <laughs> yes. So, um, ah, wouldn't it be really cool if we built a, had every person went and filled out a profile that said, that just talked about their, where they were in their spiritual walk, where their hobbies were, where their life, mm-hmm. um, major life events were, and that that sort of thing. So right. everyone would fill out a profile, and then uh, you could go through a thing and well, first just browse the you know, your fellow members and kind of get to know them a little mm-hmm. more based on that information. And kind of the centerpiece of this thing was we created a top ten most like me. Okay, and so top ten list of most. Like me, as far as hobbies and right, it would go through. We we had people on the web going completing their profiles, and the you could go through and say, well, at my church, who are the top ten people most like me? And so it gave mm-hmm. a report that says, here's some people that share the same music taste as you, mm-hmm. you know, and, and with the highest matchers at the top and the lowest, and okay. and then based on all the categories, and there was. I don't know, 12, 15 different categories right. of different things. It would say, this. these people are the most like you. Reach mm-hmm. out and right. you know, introduce yourself and get to know them a little yeah. more. So it was more than, it was more of, um, you know, right, today it's it's social networking. You know, I, I chat with my friends online. And um, this was more of an assil- assimilation process. You know, how do I get, I'm new to the church or I was just like me. I've been there for a long time, just didn't know people. Huh. It was a tool to, for assimilation. And then there was, we developed things that 
turned in, you know, that other people came along and made very popular with, mm-hmm. um, we called it our first Thessalonians 511 um, page where you could go and in today's vocabulary, it would be right on their wall. Okay. And you could yeah. go and write on their profile an mm-hmm. encouraging note. And it mm-hmm. would. I remember that. Yeah, send yeah. them an email and show the, you know, post it to their profile. You know, here's the people that yeah. uh, have, you know, written about you, yeah. that sort of thing. And then this guy by the name of Zuckerberg stole your idea, didn't he? He was still in diapers then. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, he was probably in early elementary school, maybe. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure. We'll uh, see. Well, it. This is 2001, right? So yeah, I don't know when. When did he? He never did graduate Harvard, did he? No, I, he didn't. I, don't remember the whole I deal, guess. But, uh, but was, yeah, maybe he was, he was probably a teenager. Junior high, yeah, teenager, probably something like that. Yeah, looking for girls, which is why that's kind of how he originally. Isn't that how the whole thing with Facebook kind of started? <laughs> looking for girls at the college yeah. dorm or something. Anyhow, we won't get into that. But getting back to my flock, so. So you created this thing, and you decided to call it My Flock, right? Yes. We called and, it My Flock. I still then, think it's a great name. Yeah, it is. And then you have uh, – uh, so you start using it at your local church. Yes. And then what happens? We made it available. Actually, I briefed my pastor and his wife, and they're like, oh, this is great. We need to – you know, because I've built it kind of you know, as a hobby at nights. And, right. Yeah, because you're still working for – you're working – your job is still yeah. making missiles and stuff, right? Yes, it was. So, yeah. um, so I put this thing together, and the pastor said, oh, "We need to, we need to start. Let's launch this thing." And it, yeah. and we launched it at our church, and then we set it up to make it available for other churches. Okay. So the system was set up so that others, and actually, your church, you had left yeah. our church. Yeah, I got fired or kicked out or something. <laughs> I don't remember. No, I. I, I left uh, your church and actually eventually moved to Kansas and started a church in Kansas. Yes, you, with, were, the, with, uh, um, you were the executive pastor at our uh, church. Yeah, your church I was executive and I was sent off to become a senior with, pastor. With blessings to start a, a, a church and we, we, we started using it uh, when I was in Kansas. Yes. So, yeah. So and they thing, still used it. I, I mean, I've been back here now 10 years and they've still been using it. I think they recently now, just recently – Shifted into something completely different, huh. where my but my church used it for what seventeen years or something. Well, something like cool. that. Anyhow, so one of the things, so that thing kind of morphed. It started off as yeah. a, and churches really didn't have websites a lot back then. Right. I mean, it was not real common to have the church have a website. So we yeah. we called it an online community. Mm-hmm. for the church and it was actually adjacent to the church website if the church had a website right. or so yeah. um and then we, we we quickly found that we had all the members information in this thing we had all their addresses and mm-hmm. phone numbers and emails and we thought well we got all this stuff in a central database let's create a church management system based on this information so we right started building out tools to send out newsletters and track contributions and that sort of thing. So that's kind of the, and then eventually uh, we added the ability to create websites for churches. Yeah. And so when my church, uh, I had a guy at my church who was doing websites. So when I started my church, we, you know, he made a website for us and then we used my flock kind of as the back end to do those things you just mentioned, you know, church management stuff, finances, and kind of connect people and all that stuff. And then 
I got fed up <laughs> with my guy because I couldn't get him to update our website very much. You know, he created it, but then kind of like walked away from it, even though he's still part of the church. It's like couldn't get him to do it, you know. And so that was one, a common problem back yeah, then. Yeah, it's very common. And, you know, honestly, it's it's still a problem today. I was just talking to somebody the other day about it. So what uh, the nice thing about my flock was we went ahead and incorporated the actual website templates in my flock. So not only were we using the back end system to manage people and stuff, but then we actually created, you know, the homepage and, and, uh, they used that just up until, again, I've been back here in Tucson now for 10 years, but the church I helped start was still using it up until I think a couple months ago. But yeah, I mean, so and the nice thing I liked about it was I didn't really have to know code to make it work. To, to do it. Right. And so I, I'm sure you probably remember me calling you at times going, I can't get this to work. How do I make this happen? <laughs> Why are the images so big, you know, or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, but you know, it was really fairly easy to do. I thought I did a pretty good job at our first website. So, and, and you could keep it up. Yeah, absolutely. It's easy to keep up, easy to do. And, yeah. and if you get stuck, we can always help. So, yeah, so that kind of, that's kind of the story of my flock starting in 2001 and you're still working for this aerospace industry. So you're still doing kind of the, my flock thing on the side. Mm -hmm. And then tell us a little more about the evolution, so to speak of the company here, JSL solutions. Uh, uh, probably won't get into any of the intricate de details, <laughs> but we went through. No, you don't uh, have to go through all that. But, uh, <laughs> we went through kind you, of a merger acquisition process with another company that was kind of getting into the space right. for a while. And then that came back apart and pulled, yeah. you know, pulled, pulled things back. And um, I guess the evolution led to, you know, streaming was a thing. Streaming video. Streaming yeah. video. And yeah. we, at my again, at my home church had moved. We were a little bit of a we, uh, vagabond church, and we met in different right. locations and were meeting at high schools and different rented facilities, and we finally yeah. got our own facility, and so we started streaming because we had access to very reliable Internet. Right, yeah. And we had built out all of these interactivity tools through MyFlock chat rooms and member maps of where everybody was and, and that sort of thing. We thought, oh, this is, this is a natural to take all of these interactive features and add them to the streaming platform. So, so, so we're talking here now not just video because a lot of people, you know, they think of streaming video as there's video. You know, there it is, there's video, and that's it. But with, with streamingchurch.tv, you incorporated something very interactive so that people actually, there's a place people could chat while they yes. watch the video, chat with each other, ask questions. Yes, there was I mean, online. About, about this time or maybe even a little later, this notion of, oh, I can create another campus online. Mm -hmm. And so in order to have a campus online, you've got to be able to do things that you would do if you were going to another remote campus somewhere else where, where you could participate. You could right. meet and greet and, greet people. and pray with people mm -hmm. and... Um, and participate, be seen, and see right. others, and that yeah. whole thing. Receive so, an offering. Uh, talk with people. Talk with people. Go, yeah. Okay. Yes. So, so, that's, so we took all of the interactivity tools that were built up out of the MyFlock era and set up a platform them. so that they would be available on yeah. the streaming church. Okay. So, 
So streaming video came with streamingchurch.tv. Mind you, this is all under the umbrella of JSL Solutions. And then and then eventually uh, mobile apps yes. came along. They eventually got into the mobile apps space. Yeah. So we um, just started dabbling and exploring and saw that we can develop some mobile apps and and said, well, let's start offering uh, mobile apps for churches. Yeah. So. Uh, and that's that's the, the brand for that, so to speak, is churchapplive.com. That's the brand for that, although if you do streaming video, you get that as well. You get that with no extra charge. So during this whole process, and there's been some other things, I mean, uh, you started greeter.church. Yes. Uh, which uh, I think one church is using it, mine. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and that's, I mean, maybe that will take off later. I don't know. That That's an uh, that's an opportunity to monitor a website and greet and chat with people yeah, when they check I'm, out your website. Yeah. So that's, I'm, uh, I don't know, inventor, entrepreneur, so right. I like dabble. So there's, there's definitely things that... I've worked on that. Um, sure, no, or, nothing, no shame. I yeah, mean, it doesn't mean it, it doesn't mean it won't take off either. I mean, it might take off later. I mean, somebody might listening listening to this podcast might think that's a great idea. I want to help do that yeah, or whatever. Have some, a real person there on your website yeah, to you, you could actually, answer questions and that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, and then uh, uh, and you got another idea which I'll talk about in a moment. But let me ask you a couple of personal questions. Yes. So during this journey, I mean, have you? You know, have you ever, because I know there's pastors and key volunteers listening to this podcast, and I'm sure a lot of them kind of have this, they have ideas too. They have entrepreneur ideas maybe, or even stuff related to ministry, maybe not really. I mean, how how do you kind of keep going on that? Because, you know, you start something, but then you're also working another job. You got four kids. Yes. uh, A wife, of course, just walked in, by the way. And... uh, I mean, how do you get the energy to keep doing that and maintain even when you have the ups and downs I don't know. of I guess, life? I don't know. Time management is very important. Time management. Okay. <laughs> yes. So, because it does, I mean, that's true. It definitely takes a lot of discipline, right? I mean, okay. to, I mean, you're, you know, if you're working, in, especially like you were working another job, I mean, of course, you're not doing that anymore. This is full time for you. It has been for years, but... You know, during that time with everything going on, I mean, did you ever feel like quitting? No, no, never. Yeah. Never, <laughs> never did? Never never felt like quitting, no. Did, did you ever get discouraged? Oh, yeah, it's definitely discouraging times. So, yeah. I mean, I talked about this kind of acquisition merger thing that was yeah. really, really exciting and mm-hmm. then became really, really frustrating. Mm-hmm. So, um and that was a company that liked what you were doing and was going to work with it was, you. It was. A, I mean, you were never completely out of it. You were involved. Oh yeah, I was. Yeah, I was definitely involved. Yeah, we yeah. didn't. We. It was a more of a merger acquisition yeah. kind of thing than a. Oh, sold the business. I'm going to go do something else kind of thing. So, was still very much involved. So you were still involved, but the, it didn't work out because they obviously had a different vision and different, probably values. I guess maybe. Yeah, it was a um, right. It was. Yeah. It was a company that was oh saw a that was primarily in a different market, mm-hmm. and they saw that oh this church could be really lucrative, and so the heart was not in the yeah. right place. Yeah. They weren't really <laughs> trying to serve so much as they were 
Right. Let's make a profit off this. Yes. There are 400,000 churches in the U.S. Right. We can make some money on this. All right. So that, that was a short period of time there. Uh, so, I mean, what, what's the advice for people out there listening to this podcast? Well, the, it's funny because um, I you know, worked with a bunch of different pastors, and there's guys that I'd worked with one on the East Coast for, for a long time. And he was um, just a, a fountain of ideas and things. And so, you know, a good example is he'd call me one day and he said, I got this new, I got this great idea. I got this great idea. And he said, you need, he goes, what, what, what's going to happen here is you need to go and build this and make it happen and I'll give you half of the proceeds. And so <laughs> and I'm so going, build it for me. Yes, build it for me. It's my idea. And, um, and so therefore I get half of everything. Yeah. I don't remember okay. what it was. And I had to explain to this is this guy, a pastor, actually a pastor named Peter. I said, Ideas are, you know, the ideas are a dime a dozen. That's right. I said the making it happen is is sitting down and building something, showing it to somebody, getting their feedback, making it better, getting it rejected, getting one guy liking it, and it's it's a slog of work right. to make something happen. It's not this. Oh, I've got this great idea for a new seat belt. I'm gonna make millions. You know, so your point is it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. And um, the idea is maybe, you know, 3% of it. I mean, sometimes there's some, some great ideas, but yeah. um, it, it comes in the actually the doing and yeah. the working. That, yeah. uh, and it's, it, it's a persistence that you, I mean, you have to be consistent and persistent, right? I mean, you can't, you have to, you have to be able to, What's the word grit? Yeah, yeah. You got to kind of work yourself. Keep yeah. Yes, got to have the grit to keep going and not give yeah. up and keep pushing, and all the while knowing being uh, wise enough to uh, know when to quit certain things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so we got a couple minutes. I don't know if you want. I didn't. So when I I actually sprung this on Steve this morning, this interview because. Uh, normally we're interviewing other people or we're talking among ourselves about things. And I was telling them, yeah, we need to interview this guy who's, you know, started this thing 17, 18 years ago, serving churches. And he's going, well, okay, but sounds like a competitor. I was like, no, it's you. <laughs> but let me ask you this. Uh, I say all that because I didn't really give you a heads up. So I, I know you have a real heart to see churches do things right, to use technology right, mm-hmm. to use streaming video in a way to – really grow and reach people, reach the community, reach their world, uh, as far as and even using social media. Uh, I, I know you've got some ideas here. I don't know how much you want to talk about this, but but something to the point of uh, being available to help churches in almost like a consulting, coaching kind of a method. you want to address that for a moment? Or do so, you the, um, I mean, the well, we're just getting launched right now yeah that's what just, i'm talking about just oh okay or, or, just, or even just, the vision just in, you, just if you don't want to go into details you, so, you don't have yeah, to yeah. But we, I, we were just you know we're in, we're as you mentioned at the top of our show we're a business slash ministry probably we're a ministry first so we're, right. we have a heart for serving other churches and we want to see churches succeed and um as you know i tell a lot of people this i'm in a, a unique position in that I can go through and participate in a myriad of churches in their church services 
from my you know desktop from my computer so i can right. see sure where people are doing just a really good job with using the technology and people that are not doing as well yeah. and so the heart is to kind of move everyone to another layer yeah to a higher so level to a higher level right so we we were driving down the path of well let's put together a series of um training courses mm-hmm. and where we could kind of walk people through uh how to how to get things aligned you know what the best in class sure. is doing so we're working with um another guy slash company now that's just done incredible things mm-hmm for um, his ministry and the ministries that he's touched. So yeah, we've known him for at least a couple of years now, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have him on we'll, one of these days. We've had him on in the past. We've had him on in the past. We'll have him on again. Yes. Yeah. He was the guy that talked about simulated live. That's right. Simulated That's live. Right. Yeah. Simulated live. So, so the idea is to, to, to bring about something that will help ministries and help churches do even better than what they're doing now yes. with technology. And that can be streaming video yep. and other things. Yep. Yeah. So that's something to think about coming up here in the horizon. Yes. Sounds exciting. All right. Good deal. Well, we're out of time. So if you'd like to get some, give us a little bit of feedback on this, uh, maybe you have some questions to ask Steve uh, about maybe you know how he got to where he is today and where we're going and that kind of stuff, you just send him an email. You can just send it to support at streamingchurch.tv or if you want to get personal send it to steve at streamingchurch.tv there you go uh but uh we'd love to hear from you love to hear your your thoughts on this uh and it's great it's 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 just a pleasure working with you steve for these years and uh, looking forward to many more and uh, we're out of time all right right. thank you thanks for the uh allowing me to interview you today All right, folks. Again, thank you for listening to the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. He's Steve Lacey. We will catch you next time on another edition. Take care. 